and it's time to talk to the governor. See what's going on for the governor, his holiday plans, and other things going on statewide. As it's a pleasure once again to be joined by Ned Lamont, Governor. Good morning. You getting ready for big holiday season? Good morning, Maine. Wayne, you bet I am. I uh, got the kids are all coming back for a few days, which is always special at my age. And um, you know, I'm not going to go anywhere. I'm just relaxing. That's a good way to vacation too. Of course, you might have to do a little work because this uh, next couple of days, you've uh, activated the severe cold weather protocol from Friday to Monday. Tell me what that means. Uh, that means if you don't have a warm place that you can count on, dial 211. We'll find you a warming shelter and make sure you're taken care of. It means if you have um, somebody who's living by themselves, maybe a senior in your uh, community, neighbor, friend, um, Maybe give them a call just to check in every once in a while. It's going to be um, blistering cold for this holiday season. Governor, you've uh, announced a couple of funding projects that affect the town of Wyndham. I'd like to talk about those right now. A total of $13.4 million in small cities grants released to seven municipalities to modernize and rehabilitate housing. And $2 million of that goes to Wyndham to renovate Terry Court, run by the Wyndham Housing Authority, to do some fix-ups there. Just tell me the, the source of that money and uh, how that's going to help out Wyndham and some other towns around the state. Yeah, we're making a big priority, Wayne, on housing, um, worker housing, um, a more affordable housing. Uh, I want teacher, firemen, and cops to be able to live in their community, um, uh, taking care of folks who are homeless. So uh, that's part of what that commitment is. It's it's $2 million, um, you know, for housing Wyndham. I think that's just the start in terms of what we got to do. Every business I talk to, they say, um, you sure there's housing? If I'm going to uh, start my business right here, will there be places that, um, you know, young people could afford to live? That proposed work includes replacing the existing windows, siding, roofing, gutters, downspouts, entry doors, and entrance overhangs, adding blown-in insulation and the like. And then there's a separate funding plan that you announced of nearly $25 million to remediate 41 blighted properties throughout Connecticut. And one of those is in Wyndham, where $123,000 goes to remediate the former Knight's Oil property on Main Street. So tell me about that project and just in general the projects around the state regarding trying to get rid of blighted properties yeah turn the clock back a little bit we were an industrial powerhouse uh, before anybody else this is going back well over 100 years but 100 years later we have a lot of um uh, properties where there's uh, toxic spills and uh, other things that you have to get up to environmental speed so you can safely redevelop it um, i'm afraid that's one of the things that makes development in Connecticut a little more high cost than, you know, places in, you know, the far west where you can just build out into a cornfield. So that said, we've made a big effort to remediate this, turn the blighted properties, A, upgrade them so they're livable, or B, in the property you said, make sure it's developable. Yeah, the Knights Oil property, which is having redevelopment plans by Lyman Development, include construction of a new retail building that will be built to suit based on the selected tenant. One thing that's been in the news in the last year or so, and then was updated about a month or so ago, was you signed legislation extending tax cuts and fare-free bus service, increasing energy assistance, and pandemic premium pay, and updating the bottle bill. I think a lot of people want to know about this 25-cent reduction in the tax 
And obviously, gas prices in some areas have dropped below $3 a gallon now. But what's the short and long-term plans for that? I guess you're going to slowly reduce the amount of tax that you've taken off? Uh, that's exactly right. Um, as you know, we were one of the first states in the country going back, um, I don't know, nine months, uh, back when inflation was uh, really raging, and back in particular when the high price of gasoline was getting higher and higher. Uh, that was a 25-cent uh, gas tax cut. I can't do it forever. At some point, I need money to pay for roads and bridges. So we've been continuing through this holiday season, and starting January 1, we're going to slowly phase back in that tax at $0.05 cents, um, a month. But uh, it's worth noting that uh, the price of gasoline today is um, you know, less than it was uh, a year ago, a lot less than it was nine months ago, and let's hope to God it stays that way. And one big concern right now is the health concern. You've got the, the triple threat. You've got COVID numbers that are going up, uh, the positivity rate in the state, highest it's been since May, the hospitalizations, highest since February. you got people getting the flu. you got the RSV that's really troubling the kids and things. I don't know what you as governor can do at this point. I know that you've got great people, including your DPH commissioner. But uh, what's your thoughts on where things are going right now? It's just a matter of the cold Weather that we've been having lately? Is it the, the holiday season? Uh, w what's your thoughts on the, those three things that are all getting very, pretty bad right now? Uh, you've got the ability to keep yourself and your family safe. Um, you know, uh, very few people have gotten um, the booster. Uh, and, and very not that many people over the age of 50 have gotten the booster. Uh, only half the people in our nursing homes have gotten the booster. So uh, I'm not somebody talks about mandates or anything, I am saying do the right thing for you, you and your family, and uh, you can keep yourself a lot safer. I can't promise you you'll never get infected, but I can say we can keep you out of the hospital. Although even some of the hospitals right now are overflowing, including hospitals in this part of the state as well. A couple of staffing changes in your administration. Uh, the Commissioner of uh, Consumer Protection, Katie Siegel, will be departing early next year. Just a couple thoughts on the service that she's done, the role that consumer protection plays in keeping all of us safe from consumer threats and the like. And what's the plan on replacing her? Michelle Stiegel um, has been an extraordinary head of consumer protection, uh, and uh, I hope she stays involved in state government. Every once in a while, she's been there for uh, you know six plus years. It's good to have a change and a fresh outlook. Um, I'll tell you what consumer protection does. Um, it gives you confidence that the products you're using are safe. Uh, and now, on top of that, we're, um, what we're doing on, on marijuana, for example, getting all that illegal off the street and replacing that with a regulated, safer product, that's the type of thing that consumer protection keeps an eye on. And you're planning on appointing Tony Guerrero as commissioner of the Department of Motor Vehicles at the start of your second term. What types of challenges does he have in that role, and are there some items on the agenda that you'd like to see him add to improve the services of DMV? So, uh, Tony stepping in, he has big shoes to fill. As you remember, Bongi McBonnie, uh, she was head of a DMV. We made the whole process, or more of the process, online a lot cheaper, a lot easier, a lot faster for you to be able to do. Tony's great. He's been her deputy now for four years. He's going to step right in, former head of the Transportation Committee. He knows what he's doing. I think, A, we continue to modernize, 
Airbnb, B, get more remote um, bands out there for people who have to do something in person. And C, um, DMV could be our central uh, base for identification of folks uh, because they have a pretty good record starting with license information. Governor, we passed a somber anniversary last week and the 10th anniversary of the tragedy in Sandy Hook. And you said that more actions need to be taken to prevent mass shootings and gun violence. We've done a lot here in Connecticut already, but what more things would you like to see? And what are maybe the one or two most important things that you've seen for uh, preventing mass shootings and gun violence that we could institute? Hey, Wayne, first of all, um, I don't know. A month or two ago, I went to the opening of the memorial there at Newtown. Very understated, low-key. They didn't um, want a lot of press, but it is one of the most moving places on this earth. I um, Take a look sometime. And uh, you, you want our prayers and grievances, but you also want to do everything we can to make sure something like Sandy Hook and that tragedy doesn't happen again. So I'll be working with the legislature uh Really strict. I'm not worried about people's legal guns. I am really worried about the illegal guns out there and uh, doing more to make sure that, um, you know, folks who have a prior, um, you know, gun felony uh, are not back out on the street. Changing gears to something a bit more uplifting and positive is you have your inaugural ball coming up on January the 4th at the Bushnell Center for the Performing Arts in Hartford. And that apparently is open to the public. People can actually buy tickets to take part in that event. Absolutely. Please come. Bring your dancing shoes, Wayne. Um, you know, that morning, um, you know, free to the public, we're going to have the swearing-in uh, ceremony over at the Armory. Uh, then I give a state of the state to the legislature, just our broad agenda for the uh, coming um, legislative session. But most fun, that evening at the Bushnell, starting at about 6 o'clock, you can go to the Bushnell website. You can sign right up. It's uh, I'm afraid it's 200 bucks, but you get a free concert from the Bacon Brothers. You get a free meal. Uh, not free, but you get a meal all included as part of this. Um, and for people under the age of 30, I want people under the age of 30. It's uh, half price. Uh, folks under the age of 30 bring a lot of energy to the dance floor. It's a bargain at twice the price. Bushnell.org, the website he's talking about with that entertainment by the Bacon Brothers and DJ April Larkin. And then, sort of along the same line, you had a big deal a few weeks ago where you were invited by President Biden to attend a White House state dinner. Governor, I need some stories about that experience. I was, um, it's a big deal. And, um, uh, you go into the East Room, everybody's in black tie, um, women are looking uh, amazing, you recognize an awful lot of people, um, you have a chance to meet, um, you know, some of the fellow politicians, but more importantly, just a lot of interesting folks from uh, different walks of life. It's a little weird, Wayne. I mean, everybody is there. I mean, Dana Washington, they all hate each other 350 days of the year, but, you know, there's a... You know, Republican speaker to be Kevin McCarthy, sort of back to back with a Hunter Biden near the bar. I mean, they're not schmoozing together, by the way, but it just gives you an idea of, you know, for one night, everybody takes a brief, deep breath, relaxes, and are proud to be an American, proud to be at an event like that, and um, and three cheers for France. Did you get a chance, perhaps briefly, to speak with President Biden? Uh, briefly, I think is the key uh, <laughs> key word. But yes, um, I, I got a chance to walk through and um, you know greet him, tell him how proud I was on behalf of Connecticut to be there. And then the next day, I spent um, 
you know, a couple hours at the White House doing some uh, uh, more important meetings. And I've been to the governor's residence, but the governor's residence had a holiday open house, an annual event that uh, you and your wife, the First Lady Annie Lamont, invited people to. Uh, just uh, what was that experience like just for the people? What do they see when they're there? And by the way, is there a chance they might see the governor drop down a couple of uh, bluesy numbers on the keyboard? It was great. You know, we, we put this off for a couple of years due to COVID. You know, I did it on video, um, you know, I think it was last year. Uh, so this was marvelous. We had hundreds and hundreds of folks come. Um, yeah, I was there with some of, um, you know, other friends uh, to uh, meet and greet people for the first part of the day when hundreds are there. We had, um, you know, a high school chorus come and they sang a few times. It was just great to be back to normal. I just loved it. And one last note, did you announce thousands of low-level cannabis possession convictions to be cleared for Connecticut residents? And the one thing that I think people might not think about when they hear that is that's also done as a way to enable more people to get jobs in the state at a time when employers are looking for employees. That's exactly right, Wayne. We are desperate for folks back in the workforce. We need you, um, nurses, cops teachers across the board eb workers and uh, the idea that you did something stupid when you're younger should not be a lifelong punishment so um we're expunging those uh, marijuana related offenses it's going to be starting january 1st what is that 10 days away i think it's a fresh start for a lot of folks and lastly i saw you at rensler field on september on february i think that december the 10th for the class m championship game notre dame defeated berlin 35 day what were you doing out there in the center of the field were you involved in the coin toss yes i was i loved it it was um you know the high school championships there uh, notre dame um whooped up on berlin but it was an amazing game and i told the guys cuz this is right in the middle of the world cup i said this is my football and we flipped the coin <laughs> Governor, always glad to catch up with you. Thanks for joining me. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you and your wife, and hope you have a great 2023. We'll talk to you then. Right back to you, Wayne, and all your listeners. Thanks, everybody. That's our governor, Ned Lamont, on 14 WILI Willimannic and 95.3 FM.